line. It's like a like you said during the American Revolution. You know about this stuff? The hole in the sheet? No, no. Well, it's kind of similar. It's if there was a teen boy who likes this girl, right? He comes over and they would like lay in bed together while the family watches them. Oh yeah, right? they're like swaddled. I always thought, oh, they're not supposed to be having sex. Like that's off limits, though. That's why the parents are watching them. No, it's fine. It was implied that they were supposed to have sex. That was the whole point. Is it like a don't ask, don't tell situation? Like no, it, it was more from or what maybe I like God couldn't tell that they were having sex. It was just that there's a witness to this guy coming over, right. and they all saw him there. Later on, if the girl's pregnant, uh, they can be like, "Hey, we all saw you here. You were tied up. We were all watching you. You know, the whole family. Yeah. And they weren't as like restricted in that way as we think. I'm not to say that life was what we would consider like a healthy family life. Right. But it was more like a practical way to like make so sure your daughter wouldn't... got impregnated and you knew who the guy was so they couldn't be like i never saw that girl before i only know this because i traveled back in time to the gotcha. time of the american revolution so if you ask my sources it's kind of tough that the guys they're all dead yeah. you know yeah we have to ask your sorcerers the ones that yeah, sent exactly. you back in time <laughs> exactly okay do you want to start the podcast yeah hello Welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Phil. And I'm Jake. Uh, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take one or more items and we tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamthing.net and you can find a link in the show notes. So we've known each other since childhood. And long ago, uh, while penetrating the deepest regions of a forsaken wilderness, we obtained a totemic object. In memory serves, we snatched it from the gaping maw of a prehistoric sea creature, long presumed extinct. Yeah, the sea creature had emerged from an enchanted music box which had been her prison inscribed on the totem which we had snatched from her ma uh, was a list of every damn thing that ever has or ever will exist ranked from best to worst immediately after reading the list we committed it to memory but it was stolen by a large man or a medium-sized fellow and it was lost to us for all time Sadly, we were so traumatized by the large man. Medium-sized fellow. Yeah, that the details of the list were shrouded in mystery, even to our very selves. Though we, of course, retained a faint memory deep within our brains. Now we can only access the list little bits at a time through an extremely scientific process that resembles shooting the shit. Through this process, podcasted for your entertainment, we'll gradually uncover the list of every damn thing. The list currently has 16 items with Hank Williams Sr. at the top and Hank Williams Jr. at the bottom. Yeah, and right in the middle are the food sardines, the fish, and Tommy Bahamas shirts. So you know, maybe you it's not sense. fair to say that sardines are just a food. I was thinking about that. They're also living creatures. That's true. You've got we've got crows listed as an animal and sardines listed as a food. Yeah, exactly. So to be honest, I judge them mainly on their non-food qualities since I don't like them as a food. Let's say sardines are ranked, and I'll change that to animal in the, for their category. Okay. That, that, that seems fair, right? That is. Thanks fair. for agreeing with me. Yeah. We don't want to be like you know we might be at each other's throats in a few minutes while we rate these, so we gotta. We, well, we can. We got to look for things to agree on. That's very important to find consensus exactly. and to reach compromises. You got to yeah. learn when to say yes, and you got to learn when to say I, uh, you were right and I was wrong. Yeah, which I'm always trying to say to you. You got to know when to hold them, and you got to do the other one too. So this week we're going to bring in three items, add another three items to the list of every damn thing. I'm pumped. We're going to go back to the sort of. I wouldn't call it standard format, but the format we've used for a lot of these where you bring one thing to rank, I bring one thing to rank, and then we've got something that was submitted by a listener uh, who wrote us an email to list at everydamthing.net and gave us some ideas. Do you want to do the listener last? Yeah, let's do it last. And I can go first if you want. Yeah, yeah, sure. What do you got? You know the song uh, Back That Ass Up? By I do know Juvenile. the song, yes. By Made Juvenile. by Manny Fresh. Feature, featuring I'm, now, the now, I'm not talking about the song. We, we can talk about the song on another date. Right. I'm talking about the intro to the song. So just the first few seconds, yeah. Before you even hear Juvenile, it just goes doom, 
Fitzy Pumps, what's the best possible thing to hear the first five seconds of? Right? That's, that's up that's, there. Like, it's one of them. There's a few other things. There's quite a few uh, songs by uh, the Hot Boys, Cash Money Millionaires. That, But this is just five seconds. So it's true. like in five seconds, you hear it and you're like, now I'm ready to go. Yeah. This is what's up. Like, I don't know about you, but I think I would rank it very high. I agree with that. My one concern is that I know we're not ranking the whole song. We could rank the whole song. We could do both. I mean, here's the thing. So there's some objectification of women in the song. There's, there might be some misogyny in it. Man, you just, but you're just speculating. You don't remember. I do remember. I mean, I've probably listened to the song recently. I mean, just the uh, name of the song, it does involve the objectification of women. You know, whether or not that's in a bad way is, all up, right. is up for debate. I would say that's for someone else to decide, but literally that's what we got to do right yeah. now. It's going to be a lot easier than if we're just talking about the intro because we don't have to think about any of that stuff. We're doing it on the easy version right now. We don't have to confront all of our own internalized misogyny or do we have to is it time to confront that i would want to confront it but i would want to come into it a little bit more prepared man you had your whole life to prepare for this moment well but yeah but i just would like to have the lyrics fresher in my mind oh i just looked at him yeah there's some if my son walked in the house and was saying that stuff i would say where'd you learn these racial slurs from where'd you learn these ways to talk about women exactly so if it was thanksgiving dinner and he says Excuse me, Father, I'd like to address the rest of the family. I say, be my guest. Do you like to read some poems out? And he, goes, he clears his throat, and then he's like, you know, walk it like a dog, yeah, on the couch, yeah, you know. Then, yeah, it's going to be an issue. But I'm saying, I guess I'm saying maybe we shouldn't talk about the song then. We should just talk about the intro so that we can avoid dealing with it. But maybe that makes us cowards. Maybe we need to confront this. I think you're right. Let's talk about the intro quickly first, because there's not a whole lot more to say about it, is there? Right, intro is the best, man. It sounds intro's great. The best. It's really good. It gets you excited in a way that's not too exciting. What do you mean that's not too exciting, man? Well, it doesn't want to make you break anything or, you know, like oh, hurt somebody. It, like It doesn't incite your animal passions yeah, to the point that you're going to punch someone. It's not like it's nuck if you buck. It would get you excited to go into the club but you wouldn't necessarily play it like the high school football team wouldn't play it on the bus on the way to or in the locker room before, you know, a game or something like that. Man, if I heard that song, anything could happen and I would be like pretty okay with it. Getting hit in the head with a hammer. And I'd be like, oh, but, you know, at least I heard that right before. It got me pumped up for that. It is pumping up, but it's also got like a certain smoothness to it that, and, and like a certain casualness to it in a way that kind of makes it walk the line, like balance it's really beautiful. well between. Manny Fresh, what, why did he sort of go away? He I'm was a legitimately sure I... like talented guy. And it, and, it, and it was like his name wasn't because he wasn't the rapper, I guess his name wasn't that big. But I mean, a lot of people have long careers in music where you don't learn their names. And it seems like... Maybe he just couldn't evolve and eventually like his sound got yeah. cliche or, you know, other or whatever. Other people could make something that sounded close enough to him that you don't need to buy it from him. Yeah, and like, then within a few yeah. years, I mean, the cycle of like, uh, especially for hip-hop music, I think how quickly things will go out of vogue, sound-wise, production-wise, is, is relatively fast. And like, so I think yeah, if, if, not, you don't, if, it, if you can't stay yeah. on your toes after a few years, especially if you have like a sort of definitive sound, if you can't move on to another thing, then I think that, you know, you're likely to fade away and the next guy with a newer sound is going to replace you. You know, like... I, like, that's the thing for me. I'm looking at this from as, like, a casual fan and a middle-aged suburban white dude. And I'm looking back on something from years ago. And I think, like, there were all these people from that time that, that parlayed early success into, like, long careers doing other things. Not just rappers, but, like, producers and stuff, you know? Yeah. And it's weird that that never really worked out for Manny Fresh even though the, some of the people around him, it did work out for. It's not like Juvenile is, you know, a sitting member of Congress right now. 
it's just weird that that never really worked out for Manny Fresh. Maybe it did, and it's like there's a lot of songs I don't know about that never quite crossed over, so they weren't on my radar. Yeah, maybe he like did his yeah. part, made his money, retired. Yeah, did something else with this time. Yeah. Or, or or it could be like you know he found Jesus. He doesn't want to. Yeah, I mean stuff. Mike. I mean those guys don't really collaborate in the way that they did. There is some bad blood. Yeah, there must be some bad blood yeah. in there between yeah. some of them. I would think you know. Let's let's rank this then. Let's just say we're talking about the intro then. We're just talking and about the can, intro. It's like the first. And we could save any bars. internalized misogyny, all that stuff. We can save for another time. We'll come back to the song itself at a different time and do the. We got a full slate already. So so we're doing the intro, everything up to essentially when the first word. Yeah. I do love that song. I don't like the intro more than Hank Williams. But I remember you saying something. I like the world of ideas more than the world of people. No, I said I like the world of ideas more than the world of the material. Hank Williams Sr. was lived in the material world. And he was a human being. The first thing we said about Hank Williams Sr. was he's a flawed individual. Right. Now, you could make an intro to a song that's perfect, which Manny Fresh did. Especially now that we're not... We don't have to look at the content of the song. We're just looking at this one piece of it. So, well, it doesn't exist in a vacuum, though. Like, oh, like it was created by a person. It was like, even though we're only talking about the intro to the song up yeah, until the first the lyrics, place and time. I know what it's the intro to, and so it has oh, it has right. context. Like, you know that crawl at the beginning of Star Wars? Yeah. What they say, Brian De Palma wrote that, by the way. There had been one that was much longer, and then they're like, um, Brian De Palma was like, "This is garbage. No one's gonna want to read all this." So you got to shorten it down. Anyways, what I'm saying is. If you just looked at that, you can't think of that without thinking about Star Wars. Just like you can't think about the beginning of Back That Ass Up without thinking about Back That Ass Up. Yeah, exactly. Just the words a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. That's, I mean, that's a great intro, but we can't... I get it. You can't it's inextricably it without, linked yeah. to the work that it introduces. So And Hank Williams Sr., while like, we are judging the individual, included in the individual is the fact that he wrote all those songs. All right. I guess that you got me on that one. I guess we're going to keep... I just, I'm trying to think of something that will... I'm trying to shoot for the top when I'm yeah, 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 these yeah, things, no, you know? I understand that. And it's... Um, so, it's what about air? Is it better than air to me it's very similar to air in that like you can't imagine it not existing i can't imagine it not existing exactly think about a world where the song just started with juvenile juvenile just talking i think i would like it but not um you'd probably say who is juvenile i don't remember that what what are you talking about hearing the the intro to that song it feels like a necessary natural thing that um, what hangs in the air it needs the air if the air didn't exist we wouldn't have be able to get the sound to us yeah but then unless we digitized ourselves and went into the world of pure ideas or something like that so i would want to put it right after air i mean it feels like it almost is it's elemental like air but i know that i need air to live and i'm not convinced that i need that intro to live i may but like i know for a fact about air okay i'm happy to put it there so we have a new number three let's make a note at some time that we want to come around when we're ready to have the reckoning of what the lyrical content of back that ass up yeah well that's gonna be a complicated one we gotta get hyped to do that i'm gonna have to lift some weights to get pumped mentally to get in the right i probably have to pray lots of prayer and and just kind of focus my energy yeah. and get maybe some stu- crystals and whatnot and align them all and then I'll have to confront the misogyny. And luckily, I avoided having to do that. So I, I got to avoid confronting my privilege for another day, thus extending now, my yeah. streak. So it's really cool. Um, <laughs> okay, so so I, I'm pretty exhausted from doing this. Can we meet back in, let's say, one year's time for the next segment? Okay, sounds great. We're back. Jake, hey, we're back. later. Uh, you have an age today. It's great. Um, yeah, you look younger. I know. Well, I didn't tell you about what happened with me. That's a story for another day. Sounds good. Uh, so you want to get into the thing that I brought to rank? I want to get it in like a car and drive it. Okay. I'm ready to take this concept for a spin. Good. I'm glad. You call oh. me Vanna White, man. Let's do it. This is 
something that we referenced or you referenced in one of our more recent episodes, maybe the last one where my audio was terrible. Sorry, listener, if you listen to that one. It's generation ships. Ah, this is one of my favorite concepts, Jake. That's why I decided I wanted to talk about it. I don't know a whole lot about it. I understand the general principle of them. It's a science Um, fiction concept, man. Yeah. I apologize because a lot of people listen to the show. Thousands of people, right? Yeah. Some of the people who listen to the show might be people who know me personally and have probably heard me talk about this stuff before. And so for those people, I apologize. They might have to hear about it again. But I got some takes on the topic. Okay. So first I'll explain what a generation Explain what it is. is. And then there's a couple of sort of examples or things in in popular culture that most people would understand. Okay. It's a science fiction concept, right? And the idea of a generation ship is imagine a spaceship that's going to a far off destination. But it takes so long to get there that the people who leave from Earth, they're never going to live to see that planet. It'll take many generations of people living on this ship to get there. So you have the people who leave Earth, and then maybe, let's say, I don't know, four or five generations later, there's people who are on on another planet. Right, and And they're the descendants of the people who left Earth. Yeah. Now, is Battlestar Galactica uh, one of those, or or no? I would say yes, Yeah, yeah, because I didn't watch a lot of Battlestar Galactica, but they're on a ship and they're going somewhere, and... They're going to be there for a long time. And there are people who are born on the ship and live their whole life there, right? What was the cartoon from the 80s? It was... Oh, Macross? No. It was pretty much that same concept of a ship... Now, my sister told me that Battlestar Galactica was based on Mormon stuff. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. The tribes and they're, they're looking for... Yeah. But I don't know what cartoon you're talking about. Macross had a ship that was uh, traveling. But there's a really famous one by uh, Robert Heinlein, which I read when I was a kid. And it's about a guy who basically lives like in this primitive life. He's in like this hunter-gatherer type tribe. And by exploring the area around him, he comes to find out that he is actually on a spaceship. He doesn't know what a spaceship is. He doesn't have the vocabulary for it. Okay. Yeah. Basically, he gets to like a window. He's in like what used to be the habitat for the people. And they've been for a thousand years on this spaceship. And he's looking out and he sees the stars for the first time. And a lot of it is about religious orthodoxy, like the people who are on the ship. Yeah. They have a religion that prohibits them from like seeing what's really outside and by showing them what's real and they're like, no, those are fake. We don't, those are just weird lights that are there. It's kind of about the Renaissance or about like a Galileo or Copernicus or something like that. But it's also like a fun action story, like fights and whatnot. It was a really cool idea and I really liked it as a kid. I liked the idea of like society falling into chaos and limited people, people forgetting the ideals that, you know, they're forgetting yeah. why they had been brought there. It's a fun idea and it's an idea that like, people kind of believe is really possible but there's a recent book it's called aurora by kim stanley robinson and it says that like basically you're a bad person for thinking these are cool they'd be really bad idea it's basically like torture or abusive to the to the people who are born Yeah, there's ethical issues of it because what you're doing is you're setting somebody up to live their entire life in these like seriously this constrained closed system yeah i mean but aren't you doing that anyways yeah exactly that's that's what i think you're kind of you're but you're you're knowingly giving them probably a worse shot at life because it might be better for the human race as a whole or for some weird idea of expansion or whatnot. Basically, like, he wrote this whole book about a generation ship basically to, like, show that the idea doesn't work for a number of different reasons. There's, like, social reasons it doesn't work. There's there's scientific reasons why it doesn't work, meaning, like, the systems break down, you know. Even if you have all this basically magical science fiction stuff, it can't really work. And even and when you get to the planet, it's going to be an awful place to live forever. Like, it's yeah. never going to work. Because, well, because I mean, we, we evolved to live in one particular place, right? And we already live there. And it's kind of like obsessing. Oh, and, and the book ends with, like, they, these characters, there's, like, a mutiny, and they turn the ship back around, and they come back to Earth. Oh, wow, really? 
And then when they get there, they have terraforming equipment and they're using it on Earth because Earth, of course, has like the oceans have risen. So there's no yeah. beaches anywhere. So they're working with this nonprofit group on Earth to like basically rebuild beaches. Okay. Because they're like, you know, a mile inland. That's yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The, So like the last, it's cool because like the last part of the book is just people doing things on Earth and this, to wait, make so Earth this is, a better and this place. this is generations later. Yeah, yeah. Basically. But there's generation shifts, right? And then there's a lot of stuff you can do with generation shifts that's really cool because you can tell a story about people leaving, right, right, Earth. Yeah. And and then you can tell stories about people showing up on this planet after having been on this ship. Or you can also have it be while they're in the ship, you know, like people in these middle generations or the the ship is lost or blown off course or whatever. Yeah, yeah. By the way, the cartoon I was thinking of was Star Blazers. Oh, no. Star Blazers was like, in Star Blazers, they had to get there in one year or else Mother Earth would disappear. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Something that's real cool is like it's also works as a metaphor for Earth itself, right? Because we are in a generation ship. It's just really big. We're all on right. Earth together. We have to take care of it. We're you know, there's generations. So it makes you kinda it works as a metaphor for that kind of thing really well. Or like what what would society in miniature look like, you know? And you can you could tell the same story, I guess, if it took place in a uh, on a desert island or something right. like that. So you can have a story like that, but I don't know, it's kind of it's a fun idea. But not maybe not really workable. Right. On the Wikipedia page, it lists some obstacles to it. Yeah. One of those being that you'd have to maintain a biosphere. Oh, that would be really difficult. That would be ex- very expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure eventually the... Um... And genetically, you'd have to bring at least like 10,000 people or something. like. You have to bring some extremely high amount or you have to have like a giant drum of semen right. from people down on Earth so that like... You don't have to bring the people. In fact, like I don't think people should be traveling in space. I think it's a waste of time and effort. I I feel bad saying that. Don't you? Um, you don't think it, it's an inevitability? I don't think it is, man. And I think that, that like if we ever explore other stars and whatnot, it won't be human beings that do it. It will be uh, like artificial like, intelligence. They, artificial intelligences that don't need, they don't need like a comfortable chair to sit in. They don't need air to breathe. It can be whatever temperature. In fact, yeah. it's nice for them if it's cold and. It, it seems really obvious to me that that's who's actually going to do any real exploring because we're so delicate. Yeah. Unless we could we put our minds into machines, it seems like it would just be... That'll probably just be whatever follows us as like the sort of leading species or leading form of life on the planet. I feel the same way about like when they're going to Mars. I don't yeah. think we need to send human beings to Mars because it's not like we can live there. There's no real reason for us to be there. We can find out about... If we go there, we'd just be digging around for samples and... Put, running tests on the samples. We, we might be able to figure out how to live there. Why? We don't live on the North Pole now. So the North Pole is easier place to live, right? Yeah. How many people you know who live on the North Pole? We don't need to live on Mars. There's no reason. I mean, there are people who live up there. I guess I'm kind of soured on space on manned space exploration. Okay. So this is where I'm at, man. I thought this guy's book was convincing where he talks about generation ships don't work. And then I thought, what's the whole point, man? Why do we even, why even look up at the stars anymore? <laughs> okay. Right? Like, who cares? That's not where we belong. We belong here. We should be trying to make the world a better place if we can. That's true. I mean, we, we should and we do, but it's also sort of defeatist. I don't think it is, man. I don't think it's defeatist. I think we've come to th- see that as defeatist, right? Yeah. Because that's, we grew up in a different, with a different idea of what the future means. When you're a kid, you're like, yeah, maybe by the time I'm a dorm, I'll live on a moon colony. That's how it is, right? Maybe yeah, that's, and that's also, maybe that's just a, a wrong way of looking at the future. I can see what you're saying to a degree. Also, our ideas about exploration and. Yeah, you got to claim it. You got to grab things and claim them. And that, you like, shove your thing. There's some imagery there, too, when you're yeah. shoving your, your flag in it, you know? Yeah. And also, like, 
at least in the case you know of what has happened on Earth so far, a lot of times the exploration that's been done by the people of Europe, for example, has led to colonization, which turned out to be not I, a good thing for a lot of people. Again, there's not any Martians. Yeah, I, I guess I just think like as an as a kind of effort, like it just seems like it's vanity to think that what the universe needs is like us in more places. That's what the universe needs, and I don't think that the human race's destiny is in outer space. And so I guess I could say this guy convinced me because I never really thought about how I thought about those things. And I guess I'm ready to rank them. Okay. I, what, because... I wanted to know one of the other obstacles that I thought was interesting to Generation Shifts oh. is the aspect of technological progress. So that like, say if it takes 150, 200 years for the ship to reach... Uh, oh, its destination during that time back on earth technology could progress far enough that a ship is built that actually beats the first ship there yeah as a matter of fact i read a story where this took place where they show up and they're like we're these brave explorers we're ready to go and they get to this place and it's already people been living there for a long time you know what i mean they have all the comforts of home they got air conditioned there they got it all and then yeah. and like what do these people now do their bodies have been wrecked by being in um, and this wasn't a colony ship it was like they were suspended animation right. same One idea those, yeah i mean yeah, yeah and they get there and they're like they've been having recycled urine like that's what they've been drinking for their whole lives and their grandparents lives if i was going to be on one of those ships man a generation ship would i want to be in the first generation the last generation or a middle generation if you're in the first generation you get to feel cool you're like i'm doing this thing i'm great i'm brave you say goodbye to everyone you ever knew back yeah. home, but you, you have a team you work with. and you, There's a real sense like, of possibility, and even like when you die, you feel like it's just the beginning, I suppose. And, and this is assuming everything goes right. You're not blown off course. There's no mutants. Right. There's no alien attack. You know, There's no mishaps, right? The next one would be in the middle where you're like, well, you probably have like a, a, a view of the past. You see them as untouchable heroes that can never be fucked with, you know, that you could never measure right. up to. You're never going to be as brave as them. Things are all kind of falling apart. You know, like the systems on the ship, like they require a lot of effort to keep them running. Yeah. So you live in this world of like constant decline and knowing that you're never going to see the destination. Yeah. You're never going to be... get to this planet. And that's kind of where we all are right that's, now. That's the reality for yeah. everybody, I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, in some ways, we're, we're the other things, you know, when you just, but then you think, what if you're the first people that get off the ship? Maybe you're an old man. Maybe you're a young kid, but you are the... You are of the generation that gets off and right. you touch down, you land, you walk out and you're like, I don't like it here. Yeah. This is not my home. This is where, where my family's been for hundreds of years. We've been in this ship. I don't want to leave the ship. I don't want to drink this fresh water from this gurgling stream. I want to have like the recycled urine. That's what I know. You know, I, I don't I don't feel comfortable with it. When I die, I want to have my body recycled just like my father did. I don't want to be buried in the ground on this new planet. I don't want to eat these creatures. That's horrible. Yeah. I don't eat creatures. I eat this paste that comes from our recycled waste. You know, that's what I'm comfortable eating. I could totally That's where see you're it. at now just with the concept of generation ships and space exploration. Yeah, man. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So... I guess this is kind of some stony conversation, I admit. A lot of science fiction stuff is like that. It's something that I always thought was really cool as an idea since I was a kid. Right. But I had to kind of confront that maybe it's not such a cool idea. It is an idea. And well, Tommy Bahama shirts are kind of an idea. That's right? true. It's funny. That's kind of where I'm looking at. Tommy Bahama shirts are an idea. And they're sort about of... About having a beach that's forever. Yeah. Having so a, that's a kind of like a utopian ends. ideal as well. Well, I mean, generation ships aren't really utopian, but they are. But they're also an actual shirt you can wear so that you can True. be allowed into a restaurant. 
True. Right? The idea of a generation ship is just an idea, but you could use it to argue for why you should fund NASA in the short term or something. So it has a use as an idea. There's a lot of metaphor that can be built into it or it can come out of it. Yeah. A lot of narrative. I mean, just in general, like it being like a sci-fi concept to yeah. me gives it a lot of weight. Well, there are um, some sci-fi concepts that aren't real cool. I'm not that interested in clones. I guess clones are kind of real. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, there's things I like and things I, I'm not that crazy about. So, yeah. I mean, like, crows are a real animal. Right. That's the actual living thing. And I kind of like, as whereas you like the world of ideas, I'm kind of partial to, like, the world of living things. Right. right? And, and so I, I kind of want to put it around there. I, I do think it's a good idea. And, and it's like, compared to other science fiction ideas, the idea that it's not really that practical, I don't think should be a mark i mean it could be a destructive idea the idea of the generation ship could lead us to ruin as a society if we tried to do it all the time or we spent took all our resources but i don't see it as being inherently that harmful of an idea and other science fiction ideas can be kind of silly and it's not the end of the world you know like a lightsaber is a really cool thing even though it's not real realistic or workable so that's kind of cool in design way more than anything yeah. you know otherwise um, it's pretty much just a sword so you're looking at um around crows and the sea right now we mentioned tommy bahamas i i'm looking more like after blood i do like it it is a cool idea the generation ships i'm not obsessed with but you with tell me you, you like are. ideas i do like ideas but you don't think it's that great of an idea it is a great idea but i don't find it as necessary or as important especially since after listening to your arguments against it i should have kept my mouth shut about those i'm just a little bit conflicted about them but all right so you think around by blood. I think I want to put him above Tommy Bahama shirts, man. Okay. Because think about this. What's the net effect of all Tommy Bahama shirts? They move the world and the, the vibe of the world of the people in it a little bit more towards that vacation, tropical island lifestyle mentality. So I think they do something to like... I don't know, man. I gotta vibes. say, I want to put him by sardines. Sardines are kind of like generation ships. A can of sardines yeah. is kind of like a generation ship That's except true. they're all dead. Yeah. A failed generation ship of dead sardines, which are packed in there. Okay. I, I, I can't go below Dami Bahama shirts, man. That doesn't make sense to me. Well, now that we're looking at sardines, I want to put them above sardines because I don't like sardines very much. All right, let's put them above sardines too. So okay. I, Honestly, I could go higher with them. I don't uh, want to put I them put above it... band t-shirts. I don't know, man. Band t-shirts have, have paid my rent before. Generation ships could be paying your rent in the future times. Uh, That seems unlikely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Good point. I'll put it in number nine. Okay. Generation ships. After lightning rounds. Yeah, after lightning rounds, which... I didn't really, really talk about that too much because I tricked you into saying right, that. Right, yeah, but I, I stand by. Yeah, lightning rounds are a really good idea in a way that generation ships aren't. True. Okay, so. Let's meet up. Let's meet up in the future and then we'll send it yeah, back okay. through time. We'll meet up in the future. I'll, okay. I'll talk to you uh, briefly. Okay. And by the way, next time I talk to you, I'm not going to be in California anymore. I'm going to be calling you from Michigan, so okay. be warned. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, we're back. I'm here in Michigan, like I said I would be. What city are you in Michigan? Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh, yeah. What's the weather like there? Go Wolverines. <laughs> okay. The weather is balmy. I'm convinced that all checks out. I was in the Upper Peninsula. I went down oh, to the, the other part. Yeah. You go over to Windsor? Went there. Uh, yeah, across the border. Um, Great. Duty free. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to move on to the third thing that we're ranking today, which was submitted by listener Andy Grinelli. Nice. Listener and friend of ours. I like that guy. And if you know, he's handsome. Yeah, I'm aware of that. He's pretty tall, too. Whole package. He's got it all. One of the things he submitted for us to rank... Is it Jessica Rabbit or not? No, somebody did that. Jessica Rabbit's in in the pipeline. That's in the opera. I know that's coming eventually. And that's... I'm conflicted, you know... I'm conflicted about everything. 
be hard to find something I'm not conflicted about. I keep interrupting. I'm sorry. That's okay. Coffee. Coffee. And I take that to mean pretty much anything derived from the coffee bean. Ma- so what do you mean? Mainly like beverages. Well, it includes espresso. Coffee ice cream? That's a good question. I mean, coffee, or like, in that case, would When be you flavored. get a coffee drink with lots of milk in it, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's like, almost that's that practically coffee ice cream. But, I mean, a Frappuccino uh, includes coffee. Let's just say coffee. I understand what coffee is. Okay. So, uh, like, I think everybody can kind of... Well, yeah, some people we, might say espresso. That's not a coffee, but it is coffee. You're not just talking about, a, like, a to-go cup of steaming hot coffee with a little bit of milk and sugar in it that you get at the gas station. Correct. You're talking about... There could be other things. This is a broader definition of coffee. Yeah, it comes uh, in a mug. A big category. It includes espresso. It includes frappuccinos. It includes Turkish coffee, which... Uh, Turkish coffee, is, is that more or less cowboy coffee? Isn't that coffee that's uh, not filtered more or less? Like, you, you know just what? put the you, grounds in and then... There are people who know about this, Jake, but the problem is the person who you asked to host the show with you is not one of those people. And the reason is I can't really drink coffee. I go too crazy from it. I don't know why, because... I can drink iced tea, and iced tea doesn't have much less caffeine than coffee. But yeah, I and think from it's what not I'm the... told, that the caffeine is the same. It doesn't make a difference. It's the same no matter where you get it from. But when I drink coffee, I go nuts, and I can't sleep that night. But I can drink a quart of iced tea, and it doesn't cause me trouble. Maybe because there's more water, I'm more hydrated. I don't know what it is, man. I go crazy from coffee. I'm sh- shaking. Uh, my fingers are shaking, and I'm, it's like, you know, I drink it in the afternoon, and at one in the morning, I'm shaking, shaking. Yeah. So I, I like coffee, though, man. I, like from time to time but i just go nuts from it yeah i mean i I have that experience to a much lesser degree than you i mean i I drink coffee daily and i kind of like got the thing which a lot of coffee drinkers have where i might get a headache if i don't have it you know at some point during the day it's very rare that i don't have a day where i don't drink it i generally have a a shot of espresso in the morning like right away it's kind of the first thing i do yeah my wife is like that and i feel like half the country is like that yeah or maybe more yeah and i also make on days where i have the time i'll like make a cup of coffee that takes five or ten no a good ten or fifteen minutes to make you know that's like a whole process it's a you know a pour over where i grind the beans and i measure things out and i've got a scale jake when i think about things you love i would put coffee up there i don't know if you think too much about coffee but it seems like it's something that you seem to need and if you don't have it if you have it you're happy and if you don't have it you're unhappy until you get it. That's fair. There are days that... That's no insult. I no. mean, it used to be the same with cigarettes, right? Yeah, yeah, with cigarettes, it was much worse. And I used to be drinking more coffee than I do now. Coffee does have its negative uh, effects. I try not to drink too much of it. Sometimes when I have a very strong cup of coffee, I do feel anxious or my mind starts racing in ways that um, I don't like. And then, I, you know, then you can crash from it too if you have a lot and then your brain stops working very well. But the process of making it uh, and the taste, the process of drinking it, I do really like... Um, and it does seem... I like making it, too. I make it sometimes in the morning for my wife. I'll say, you know, hey, I made you some coffee. I poured it over. Yeah. goes through. Go through the filter. Secretly, what I do is I just buy instant coffee. Yeah. And I, and then I tell her, like, yeah, I'm grinding it up. And then I make a grinding sound because she's in the other room, like, rah, 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 rah. And then I'm just pouring that... What do you call that square box, international? U-Ban? It's like a rectangular box. It's not U-Ban? I don't know what it's called, man. I'm just imagining it. I'm just playing along with me. Yeah. And it's called, like, International Delights. Paris cream coffee. And I'm just giving oh, her that. And I'm like, it tastes really good because I made it with love, baby. And then I give it to her and she's like, oh, this is delicious. And then I, like, wink at you. I'm like, our little secret. Don't tell my wife. She, like made her instant coffee yet again. But then she finds the instant coffee. She's like, what is this stuff? I, I don't know. Who put that there? You know, skip town. Yeah. That happens a lot. <laughs> uh, so 
I don't know. You love so coffee, right? I do you, love coffee. You want to have coffee? Um, uh, you like yeah. to have milk in it? What do you? What I don't. Do you, I don't. Like? I used to have milk in it. Now I drink it black. Yeah. Um, I like espresso. I like. You like I the like ritual of it. You coffees. like having it in the morning. I do like the ritual of it. Um, it gives you a place to go. It gives you something to do. Well, I don't, what am I, I mean, I drink do? it at home. I mean, it does give you a place to go sometimes too, and that's a good thing about. You be on tour. I know you travel on tour. You think, oh, let's go get a cup of coffee downstairs. I'll meet you with coffee. We don't have to drink alcohol and have a good time we can have a cup of coffee i'll meet you at the cafe here's a place that's not home and it's not work we can meet casually as friends we can talk about some things it's good you know i understand that coffee shops are relevant you know they're a place where a lot of things have happened a lot of cool things like the enlightenment oh you met your wife at a coffee shop i met my wife at a coffee shop that's a very good point yeah coffee shops are a place for culture and they say that it's possible that the first coffee shop in paris where a lot of enlightenment guys used to hang out you they, mean like rousseau or voltaire would be yeah there. and apparently the first encyclopedias came from conversations or you know work done at oh a so like shops. we should write all this stuff down and then they organize it. yeah that's the wrong way because we're organizing an encyclopedia from top to bottom not from alphabetically so it's similar it right? is it's true and so are there negative things that come from coffee isn't there some labor exploitation where it's created where they grow it there is i mean that's with a lot of shall we the, turn a blind eye to that that's tricky people... i mean it's, it's like coffee for a lot of developing countries is the main export yeah and so with a lot of things like that and developing countries that you know there's it's good and it's bad. It contributes to their economy, but sometimes in an exploitative way and also yeah. like an environmentally damaging way. It, because it's, they have one crop and they only grow that. And so they're I think there's more that. subject to famine if the prices go down. There or is also it like, like the, might be some, some stuff with processing it that can have like... There's runoff. Yeah, runoff that negatively affects the environment. All right, okay. But like there's a really growing and it has been for quite some time, like fair trade and like coffee cooperatives. So there is mitigating forces with that exploitation, you know, and it's like there's other things that are, I mean, cashews are like that too. Like the people that harvest cashews, the labor. I'm boycotting cashews, so there you have it. Okay, cool. Yeah, they're poison. You, like, know, you like, don't have to tell me like more. Like the shells of cashews are really poisonous. I'm, I was looking for an excuse to boycott those things. So now like I can, I don't have to eat them. When I eat those mixed nuts, I'm just going to save the cashews for someone else, man. All right. And so, so, so like the stimulative aspects of coffee, like in, in general, I think it's considered by the medical profession to be, you know, mostly benign. I feel like those are, those are all fake. Those are all written by the industry. That's possibly true. You always hear some stuff. Oh, it's yeah. good to drink a cup of red wine. Say the, you know, well, the wine growers. That's got to be good though. I know, but... Coffee can help with digestion. I mean, that's... It can kind of mess with digestion, too. It helps... True. Depends on what your needs along. are. What your, like, yeah, what yeah. your starting point is. It, yeah. But it also can create heartburn, acid reflux, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Those are some of the negatives from it. But I don't know. Overall, I like it. And... You know what? I like it, too, but I don't, I don't drink it that often. I'm glad that it's there. It's nice to be able to get a coffee with someone once in a while. It is. And it's a place to go. Not just Starbucks, but coffee shops, cafes... Donut shops, diners in general, it's a, it's a thing to do. It's like, you know, the kind of like the way tea is for English people, but maybe even more so for Americans, that there's a public space where... It's kind of weird that, like, that's... It's this drug, right? It's an addictive drug that makes people more productive and focused. Yeah. And I wouldn't say our society's based on it. I wouldn't even it's, say it's one of the pillars of society, but it's like, it's one of, like... It's foundational it's, in it, a way, like... Yeah, yeah, like, it's what you do. You're, oh, I mean, you're at work, they give you free coffee. It's like, yeah. that's kind of crazy. Like, you, have, you get free... a coffee break. I mean, similar to the way there's tea time. It's like, it's funny. I yeah. think it's a bit of a mixed bag, but I will say I like coffee just fine. And I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to rank it if you are. A couple of other things I want to say in favor of it. I have a couple of friends who make their living off of it. I'm going to shout out Time, oh, good time and Tide, which is a coffee oh, shop yeah. in Biddeford, Maine. Uh, our friend John and Brianna run. And also uh, there's Timeless Coffee in Oakland. 
uh, which uh, is owned by our friend RJ. I don't know about Timeless Coffee, but I know Time and Tide, you can order their coffee. So You can do both yeah. online. They're cool. That part of it's fun. Yeah, that, I guess you're right that it can. it's an industry as well as the drink, and it create and it provides like jobs and livelihoods for actual human beings and it right. keeps america running so what do you think about it for me it goes pretty high i think up here i can't put it above the sea the sea is an essential part of our earth i like i just can't put it above that okay that, that's, that's like the ceiling that's for fine me. With me and you know what and let's see i couldn't imagine it being lower than oreos which are another food but that I find that I don't like. I guess they're okay. I think that... Um, I dip an Oreo in a cup of coffee, oh though. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to decide whether or not I think it... I, I agree with you about this. I wouldn't put my blood in a coffee. That'd be gross. Yeah. I think number eight would probably be pretty good for it. Uh, but Actually, maybe number You seven. mean like above lightning rounds or below above, lightning Above lightning rounds. Um, lightning rounds are cool because at the end, they're like, let's do a lightning round. Look at this. There was a lightning round. These things happen. Things change really quick. But what if at the end, people said, let's have a cup of coffee? Oh, that might be better. That that might be better. Yeah, I'm trying to judge it against band T-shirts. Um, I kind of want to put it above band T-shirts. I agree with that. Let's put it at number seven. Uh, should I call it a food? It's a food, I think. Yeah, or I mean, you could call it a. No, it's a food. Yeah. I'll say beverage. Well, just so you know, we're not talking about coffee, the movie, uh, with Pam Greer in it. Food would work for that as well. Okay, so I think that's our that's our show. That's our show. Yeah, we ranked coffee generationships and the intro to back that ass up. So yeah, it looks like we've still got Hank Williams Senior at the top. Hank Williams Jr. Um, at the bottom at number 19. Yeah, um, I don't know how long that's yeah. going to last for. Right in the middle, um, it seems like his generation ships at number 10. That seems about right. I kind of hoped that we would get a new top or a new bottom, but it wasn't. It didn't happen this in this show. But it's kind of like, it's making me nervous. It's like yeah. it's going to happen eventually. It's going to happen eventually, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, we didn't use a veto on this one, which was surprising. We might have gotten close, but um, we ended up not. I thought maybe I was going to need to for coffee, but everything seemed to now, work out. I'm not out, a so. coffee hater. I just don't drink it. I wouldn't say that just because I don't go off with something, that's not for me to say that it's yeah. not great, you know? You're um, a good friend. Well, maybe I am and maybe I'm not, but it's not because of this. Well, let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. You can find a list of everything in our show notes at everydamnthing.net. Our theme is by Jade Puget. If you want to add anything to the list of everything, if you'd like us to rank something, it could be person, place, concept, or whatever. Or if you just want to make a comment about anything that we said in this episode or other episodes, correct us. Yeah, um, tell us we were wrong. Yeah, exactly. Or just say hi. You can send an email to list at everydamnthing.net. And you can. Um, we'll be working on expanding our social media presence, so we're going to have like a... A Patreon page so you can pay us money that we will then use yeah. to buy things. We, we keep saying um, that. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. We keep saying that, but is it really in the cards? Uh, I think so, yeah, eventually. At least to help cover the small expenses. For so you. if you enjoyed the show, please leave a review at iTunes and tell your friends about us or anybody, some somebody. Yeah, if you want yeah. to support the show, let somebody know. Uh, yeah, the reviews on iTunes help, the positive ones, if you want to do that. Negative ones, too, because people say, oh, that, what, yeah. say that, they said some really crazy stuff. I can't believe what these guys are doing. Then, True. of course, you, you, it piques your interest a little bit. True. So, um, yeah, so that's it. Uh, we'll be back next week to rank some more stuff. Uh, and thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.